Welcome to the Restless Midlifer podcast, helping you get life back on your terms and recapture that spirit of adventure. Hi, and welcome to episode 61. Now, just by way of a heads up, I am resharing an early Sprout Sweater episode here. And the reason for that and for the next six weeks or five weeks after this week is because I am taking some time out to focus on um, developing the Midlife Reshape Academy, which I'll come on to very shortly, and uh, also catching up after a few holidays. It was a belated honeymoon from last year with all the COVID restrictions, etc. We uh, decided to have that. So as a result, what I want to do is just take a bit of a hiatus from the the podcast, be back on the 27th of July with uh, further new content. But what I want to do as well is share some episodes that I feel, because they're in the earlier part of the podcast, when it was formerly named The Sprout Sweater, you may, if you're a new listener, not have um, gone back to and listened to. And if you have, then obviously feel free to skip through um, to the, the future episodes when I get back on the 27th of July. Or it may be useful to refresh because these particular episodes do tie in very much to the focus of the last few weeks, um, building on some of the things that I talk about. I'm particularly focused on the last few weeks about midlife reshape, you know, how do we get our health back, lose a bit of weight, feel confident in ourselves. And these episodes tie in and have probably been referenced from time to time in those episodes, but tie in some of what I feel are the key building blocks in terms of the approach that we need to take in getting our energy back, our health back and that kind of thing. So... This week's episode is is the first one. I've mentioned it a few times in previous podcasts. My 60 till I'm 60. My challenge that I set myself on New Year's Day of 2021, hungover, I decided to do, uh, and it'll be explained in the the podcast episode, till I'm 60, so at that time, nine years or nine and a half years to go, uh, now probably eight eight and a half or just over eight, um, 60 burpees every day till I turn 60. So I explain the rationale, I explain why I think it's important to have a daily act of defiance, as I call it in the in the podcast. Perhaps not as extreme as the 60 burpees till I'm sick till I'm 60 for yourself, but something every day that you can point to and say, right, that is my proof that I can do it even when I don't want to, don't feel like it, or my stories, my narratives are telling me why bother, what's the point? You you can't. So I think this daily act of defiance, small as it needs to be, is a really powerful tool in the kit. So I'll let the podcast explain it by way of a, because I'm talking about it, by way of a bit of an update uh, on my 60 till I'm 60 efforts. Uh, I mentioned in a few podcasts ago that in the new year, I decided to start monitoring and tracking my how how much I am completing on or executing the 60 burpees a day. Because last year, whilst I feel like I did really well and managed a good proportion a year, over three quarters, I would say, well over that, uh, managing the 60 burpees, I did drop a day here and there, even a few days or even a week, depending on whether it was just life gets in the way, etc. So I decided to start tracking it and started really well. Three months, absolutely solid every day, come hell or high water. But I've hit a bit of a a turbulent point where it's dropped off and it's dropped off for a week here, a week there. And I've certainly come back off holidays and managed it really patchy. So this update is a couple of reasons. One, put myself on notice, get back to it, Dave. So that by the time this goes live, this episode, um, I am 
back on track to doing it every day, but also to acknowledge that when we set ourselves goals, when we set ourselves commitments and challenges, and the, the reasons are explained in the podcast, we've got to give ourselves permission to be human. Life does get in the way, as it does for me. I am not perfect. And this is the point. We don't have to be perfect. We just have to keep getting back on track, picking ourselves up, reflecting, refocusing, and getting back to it, which is what I'm actually doing as of now with, with the burpees. So I'll... Speak no more about the updates. Let you get on with the, the, the podcast to introduce it. Think about what your um, daily act of defiance could be. I'm not suggesting it needs to be anything near as extreme as the 60 burpees a day. Um, it could be a walk. I've got a client who's committed to 20 minutes of a walk every day. And that is a commitment that for them is a daily act of defiance because of the, the challenges and the benefits that come from doing that. So hopefully that's um, a good introduction to it. Uh, I hope you enjoy the podcast. Uh, let me know any thoughts at dave at restlessmidlife.com or any feedback. Um, and just keeping you in the loop, I have launched the Midlife Reshape Academy over at midlifereshape.com. Um, after working with a lot of clients over the last few years, focusing on rekindling that sense of adventure in midlife, I found that Regaining health, energy, losing weight, and feeling better in our midlife skin is a priority, and some great results have been achieved. So I've created the Reshape, the Midlife Reshape Academy, in which you can find the programs that I've pulled from my experience, my research, my learning, um, and the coaching with the clients. And I've pulled it into a program and a coaching offer to support you in achieving your own midlife health goals. So hop on over to midlifereshape.com to learn more and check out some of the client case studies and testimonials. Catch you later. So, so first, let me get something clear. I'm not talking about being in a job you hate. Uh, you might be saying something to yourself, shit, shit, Dave, I do that every day anyway. Tell me something useful. I get it. I do. I, I spent a lot of years working in a job I hated, or rather a, a job I so didn't want to do because I was... I just had dreams of, and ambitions of being somewhere else and doing something else. And it took me years to get here. And in future episodes, I'll share perspectives on that. But for now... I want to, f to use this doing something you hate in a more positive way. A question. Is this something you hate doing? No, not, not work in general. I mean, a habit, exercise or activity, a routine or ritual. Quite, I, bet you, I bet you have more than one idea. It may be work-related. It may be personal. It might be tidying or staying organized, for example. Some of you, I know, will absolutely detest that. Me? Well, I'm weird. I, I do love it. It's my go-to procrastination option. Sometimes when I need space to think, I tidy. And if I want to procrastinate, I empty the kitchen cupboards out and ah, you get the picture anyway. So is it something like that? Or is it a physical activity, a work activity, a home activity, a chore, something that's literally a chore to do? Here's mine. Well, one of mine, because let's be right, we've probably all got more than one. Burpees. <laughs> You know those hideous moves where you go from a perfectly respectable standing position to lying flat on the ground before you then push up and frog leg your legs back under you and you stand up, but as you do so, you jump with your hands in the air. And then you repeat. They're horrible. I hate them. In fact, I'm not sure I know anybody who doesn't hate them. Maybe there are a few weirdos out there, but there ain't many at the CrossFit box I attend anyway. And that's the thing. I'm now into my second year of training regularly in, at CrossFit. Um, but what I find is turning up to see what the what is, the workout of the day, each day, it would seriously turn into a downer for me if I saw burpees were included. I mean, seriously, I hated them. And then New Year's Eve 2020 came around. 
can't actually recall if we were locked down then. I, I think we were, but I remember seeing the workout of the day and I think probably we were doing it at home. Can't remember. But the New Year's Eve workout of the day is what is called a hero ward. And those hero wards are traditionally created in honour of a fallen member of the military services. Um, and in this case, on New Year's Eve, it was in, in memory of the fallen US Navy SEAL, Chris Kyle. And it was 160 burpees in a 2,000 kilometre row or run. 160 burpees. Well, I had the option to do it home. Or the option to not do it. <laughs> it was New Year's Eve after all, how I... But it bugged me. And I guess New Year's Eve, I had a few drinks and woke up on New Year's Day hungover. But I had a thought. Could I do yesterday's workout of the day? Last year's workout of the day, the last one of the year. Could I do it today? New Year's Day. Well, of course I could. But 160 burpees? On a hangover? I realised then that my head was talking me out of doing something. Probably, you're probably sitting there thinking, for good reason, Dave, come on. But what was the story I was telling myself about the burpees? And as a result about me, I hated burpees. They were awful. Nobody likes burpees. Just You've just got to grind through them. But that was the, the story I was telling myself. And what was that story saying about me? That I just have to get through, grind through. And it Thinking about this, a thought occurred to me. Grind through it? Get through? Well, okay, as a means to an end, that's a strategy and a good one at that for, you know, for when we're looking at goals. But I recognised, actually in me, this was a story that cropped up in a lot of my narratives. Just get through this and it'll be fine. It'll be better when. I even, and here's one I joked about. This is one I joked about. I even used to say, failing all else, I'll grind or bore my business success into submission and when it came to it that's kind of I guess how I'd framed it that failing all else I am going to just grind my way through this now it speaks volumes about determination great and single-minded focus doesn't it but what about the here and now and there again is where the old story came up dressed in different clothes it'll be better when just get through and you can enjoy it on the other side again what's wrong with that though well I guess obviously it's a useful strategy when working towards something with a clear, even finite outcome, maybe even a clear end date and a one that's not too in the, day, in the distant future. But as a way of living, where's the fulfillment, engagement in the moment? Heck, where's the fun? And that's it. I do that a lot. I postpone the fun until after, which is a great trait, you might argue, but not as a default way of living, because there will always be another challenge, goal or hurdle. I get that's important too, but so is truly enjoying a result or an outcome and appreciating how far you've come. Otherwise, what's the point? Just getting it better and better? To what end? If at no point do you stop and actually enjoy the better. But this realisation was more than that. I realised that this was not a complementary way of living and not complementary to why I set up my business and how I saw myself living my life. I want to enjoy the adventure. Yes, I want to make a difference and do meaningful stuff, but enjoy it nonetheless. I'm not unrealistic. Some stuff sucks and we have to do it to get to places that we want to be. But again, having that as a default way of working and living, well, personally, I didn't want that. I'd spent way too much time living like that. So how on earth does doing something I hate every day help? Well, I had the idea at the time 
And it was just a crazy thought. What if I could break the old story about the burpees? What if I could break it? So I did the 160 burpees on a hangover and decided to do 60 every day thereafter until I turned 60, which at the time was about nine and a half years-ish. It's nine years now. I'm about to turn 51 next week. But why that number? Well, why not? I'm 60 in 10 years' time. It just seemed it seemed like a number I could use. And do you know what? I did it every day. Almost every day, I have done it. The result is, well, I don't hate them as much. Now, you might not think that's such a great result, but I am better at them. And in fact, I feel a bit weird not doing them now. And there have been probably about 10 days in the last six months when I haven't. And it now feels like, you know, when you don't brush your teeth and you feel like your mouth's a bit furry afterwards, you just know you haven't done it. That's the feeling. And that's about habit forming and embedding. It's got to the point where I do know I haven't done them and I feel compelled to do them. But what's the point of that? Well, it's a daily activity that I do come what may and, you know, I'm not recommended you do the same thing, but I have found that it has become a daily act of defiance for me, an def- act of defiance towards the tyranny of a small story. That small story about hating burpees that ground me down whenever I saw them on the workout board. You might think, well, wouldn't it be easier simply not to do them? But yeah, but apart from feeling now, this is the thing, feeling now, like when I go into the CrossFit gym and I see burpees are part of the worker, it's actually a treat because it means I don't have to do them extra. And that, it's hard to describe how that makes me feel because I'm going to do them anyway, but I don't have to do them over and above. So it's become a treat. So I've broken my association with the workout and my dread of burpees. I still don't like them, but I hate them less. I've proved to myself, and I do prove to myself every day, that I can, even when I don't want to, or I lack the motivation, or I downright actively resent or resist them. I can challenge and resist those smaller but no less insidious stories that day, and I can do it day to day. Each day, those small stories can hold me back or reinforce a bigger narrative. One that says, I'll be fine to miss today, or you don't feel like it, that's fine. Because here's the thing, for me, it's I'm either all or nothing. I'm either fully all and into a goal, so much so that, such as getting fit, for example, that I'm at risk of burning myself out. I hate it, I don't enjoy it, but I will put everything into it and everything on hold until I do it. But the thing is, I don't. There isn't an until I do it, there's an until I give up. There is the opposite where usually what happens is it becomes a nothing and I just don't do it and I buy into the alternate excuses are you don't feel like it's fine. What about the middle ground? Sticking to small commitments not only boosts my sense of self-efficacy, my sense of belief in my own abilities and my abilities to do, it helps me see the activity as something different, as that act of defiance. I don't see it as something traumatic or hard. I've even come to enjoy it, not in the activity itself, but enjoy that sense of satisfaction from the small act done, that small act of resistance and defiance. So as we bring Sprout One back into landing and you return to mix amongst the human race, here's my question for you. What's the thing you hate doing? A habit, an exercise, a ritual or a should do? And what if you had to chunk it down into a small daily habit? 10 minutes or five minutes or five repetitions of... How much of a difference would that make in your life, practically speaking, if you were to do that thing every day? But more importantly, what impact could it have on your own sense of personal effectiveness, knowing that you can do it even when you don't want to or even when you actively hate it?
and you can resist those stories. And here's the thing, with time, you never know, you might actually come to appreciate it. Thank you for listening. You will find all show notes, links and resources mentioned at restlessmidlifer.com. And why not spread the word? If you know a fellow Restless Midlifer, share the show and the links. And if you haven't already, subscribe to it in your podcast feed of choice. And one more thing, if you enjoy the show, it would be great if you could rate it by visiting restlessmidlifer.com forward slash review. It would mean a lot. And I may even give you a shout out in return. And a quick final thanks to my production assistant, Karen North of North VA, and for the music, which is called Silver Star by the awesome Logan Nicholson of Music for Makers. Check out musicformakers.com. Take care for now, and don't forget, you really can live a less stressful, much healthier, and more meaningful midlife. Gory Adventure.